2: wichita's number one talk
3: good morning seven o'clock this is the knss morning news with steven ted i'm steve backintosh a memorial service for a former first lady Do we have the story
4: new kansas auto license plate rejected i'm ted woodward those details just ahead
2: i'm rodney price the wichita city council discussed license requirements at a workshop tuesday that story is ahead I'm KMSF meteorologist Ann holiday. Looks like this may be the warmest day of the week for us, with temperatures still running below average in the mid-40s, but another chance of rain is going to be on the way. We'll talk about that here in just a few minutes.
3: Hundreds gathered to honor the late former First Lady of the United States, Rosalind Carter. Boxer Steve Harrigan has details from Atlanta.
5: They came to remember and honor Rosalind Carter, who died last week at age 96, President Biden, the vice president, and all five living first ladies, Dr. Jill Biden, Melania Trump, Michelle Obama, Laura Bush, and Hillary Clinton, as well as former President Bill Clinton. Former President Jimmy Carter, age 99, who has been in hospice care for several months, also attended the service at Emory University in Atlanta, but did not speak. The two were married 77 years. A
3: private ceremony will be held today in Plains, Georgia.
4: The United States begins a massive airlift of humanitarian supplies to Egypt. It's a staging point for distribution in war-torn areas of Gaza.
6: National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says more than 54,000 pounds of food and medical supplies from the United Nations sit waiting to be parceled out to Palestinians in need. In his statement, Sullivan said the ongoing humanitarian pause, set to continue at least another day, gives allies and partners the time to pull together more assistance to include water and shelter supplies. Sullivan says the aid effort for Gaza will not stop with this airlift. The U.S. will continue to ask more of the international community as long as there is a need in the region. Gernal Scott. Fox News.
3: Just days after its release, Kansas is redoing its new license plate design because a lot of people hate it.
1: It's navy blue print on a mainly deep gold background license plate, described by many as ugly and drab, that resembles New York's former license plate, and with so much criticism that Kansas Democratic Governor Laura Kelly, six days after her office unveiled the design, is stopping production of the hated plates also amid pressure that state Republicans would intervene. Kelly saying she'll look for a public vote on several possible new designs after originally praising the now-exiled plates as promoting the state's optimism.
2: Jeff Manasso, Fox News.
1: The
4: Wichita City Council discussed license requirements at a workshop yesterday.
2: Assistant City Attorney Jan Jarman says the law department proposes removing requirements for some licensing provisions that are either outdated or aren't used as much, and...
6: The standard we use to determine if we should keep a license is whether it currently serves to protect the public or otherwise promote a healthy community.
2: The proposed changes would remove licensing requirements for clairvoyance or fortune tellers, domino tables, and business termination and liquidation sales, just to name a few. After some tweaks and changes, the proposed amendments will be formally presented to the council at a later date. Rodney Price,
4: KNSS News. And the law department gathered input from police, airport, fire, the planning department, and city licensing.
3: The House of Representatives debated whether to expel New York Congressman George Santos from the chamber. Last night, Congressman Santos, speaking in his own defense on the House floor, argues his expulsion could set a dangerous precedent for the chamber.
6: Are we to now assume that one is no longer innocent until proven guilty, and they are, in fact, guilty until proven innocent? Or are we now to simply assume that because somebody doesn't like you, they get to throw you out of your job?
3: Santos faces multiple accusations, including knowingly
4: filing false campaign statements. President Biden making stops in Colorado discussing the economy, clean energy and manufacturing.
7: President Biden will visit Pueblo's C.S. Wind Factory, the world's largest wind turbine tower manufacturer, promoting investments in clean energy manufacturing.
0: Including more than $7 billion
7: in Colorado since he took office. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre telling reporters outside groups estimate the Inflation Reduction Act has helped create over 3,500 good paying clean energy jobs in Colorado. Pueblo is in the district of GOP Representative Lauren Boebert, who says inflation in the president's economic agenda is hurting Americans. The Biden administration pushing back, saying MAGA Republicans are threatening investments, jobs and opportunities. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News.
3: KNSS Time now, 7.05, five minutes past seven o'clock.
4: Shocker basketball tonight at Coke Arena. We'll preview that here from Coach Mills coming up in sports.
3: A California university is sued over harassment of Jewish students. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now, 709, nine minutes past seven o'clock. It's called Giving Tuesday, a global movement that reimagines a world built upon shared humanity and generosity. Wichita City Council Member Brian Fry says many nonprofits are struggling.
6: If anyone can find a little extra in there. And their wallet this year to help out our nonprofits, especially the smaller ones, that would be most appreciative.
3: Fry made the comments at Tuesday's
4: Wichita City Council meeting. A university in California sued over
6: harassment of Jewish students. Two Jewish groups are suing UC Berkeley over what they are calling unchecked anti-Semitism at the school of law. The suit demands protection for Jewish students and accuses the law school of inaction over anti-Semitism and violence and harassment directed at Jews. Berkeley's calling the claims inaccurate. Anti-Semitism
3: on college campuses will be the subject of a congressional hearing next week. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Pope Francis has decided to punish a conservative American for being what he calls a source of disunity within the church.
2: During a meeting last week with the heads of Vatican offices, Francis said he was taking action against Cardinal Raymond Burke because of what the Pope calls his disunity. The Pope reportedly revoked the 75-year-old retired Cardinal's salary in Vatican Apartment. Burke has become prominent in Catholic media over the past few years because of his consistent criticisms of decisions made under the current Pope. However, Burke claims he's loyal to the Pope and that Francis is not his enemy. Pope Francis's predecessor, Pope Benedict XVI, named Burke as a cardinal back in
6: 2010.
2: Ted Lindner, Fox News. The Rockefeller Center Christmas Tree will be lit this
4: evening in New York City.
6: The annual lighting of the Rockefeller Center Christmas Tree is a big holiday event with a ceremony that will see the 80-foot-tall Norway spruce all decked out for the season. Crews have been working to decorate the 43-foot-wide 12-ton tree since its arrival earlier this month from its home in Vestal, New York. The tree, believed to be between 80 and 85 years old, has been strung with more than 50,000 multicolored LED lights over about 5 miles of water. Wire. It's topped with a 9-foot, 9 900-pound Swarovski star, covered in 3 million crystals. Visitors come from around the world to see the tree, which will be lit daily starting tomorrow from 5 a.m. until midnight through January 13th. In New York City, Tanya J. Powers, Fox News.
3: KNSS News time now, 7-12, 12 minutes past 7 o'clock.
5: We still have a traffic accident northbound on I-235. It's right around Broadway approaching that North Junction, where we have the road construction already, so things going still going pretty slow through there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm jad Chambers.
3: Now the KSN Storm Tracker Three forecast with Kansas today meteorologist Jack
6: Maney. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Steve and Ted. How are y'all? Good. We're doing, doing good. well. We're doing well. Uh, that's good to hear. I hope y'all are wearing your jackets this morning because whew, it is chilly out there, and we're going to keep it pretty chilly over the next. The rest of this morning, because of that snowpack that we still have not fully melted off. Starting out this morning, temperatures in the 20s, rising into the 30s by lunchtime, and the afternoon high of 44 degrees. Still going to feel chilly. Folks out to the west can expect temperatures a little bit higher where the snow has already fully melted off. By tonight, increasing cloud cover is going to be noted as we will see our next storm system approaching the area by tomorrow. That'll lead to lows in the middle 30s around Wichita, might stay above freezing overnight tonight. Then tomorrow, still staying chilly, rain beginning as we get towards the end of the day and overnight Thursday into Friday night, looking at a widespread wave of rainfall across Wichita. Could pick up anywhere from a quarter to a half inch, maybe even as high as an inch for folks close to the Oklahoma State line. We'll stay mostly dry over the weekend. Temperatures start to warm back up, and looks like 50s and mostly sunny skies will be the theme for the coming week ahead, starting after Monday and into next week.
3: And what have we got right now, then, Jack?
6: Right now, it is bitterly cold in Wichita. Temperature of 28 degrees, with mostly sunny skies and light winds. Jack, you got some. We got some rain in the forecast. Always
3: good, but uh, driving yeah. conditions tomorrow could be a little iffy at times, right?
6: Yeah, it could be a little bit iffy, but we will be staying above freezing during that time, so not expecting any icy roads, but of course always watch out for ponding on the roadways whenever it gets wet, it does get a little bit slipperier, so uh, of course always be careful.
3: All right, Jack, thank you. The KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas today meteorologist Jack Maney, 7:14, Stephen in the morning here on Wednesday, November 29th, 2023, on this date in 1963, President Lyndon B. Johnson named a commission headed by Earl Warren to investigate the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. And they made a report, and apparently nobody believed, <laughs> believed what they concluded. So and we're still debating it. Yeah, and the stuff. whole
4: idea was to kind of head off. The House of Representatives was going to do its own investigation. The Senate was going to do its own investigation. They felt the public was not going to trust what the FBI ended up coming up with. That's why the commission was formed in the first place. Yeah, and over the years, I
3: kind of got into the... Uh, uh, Conspiracy theories, I suppose, in the in the late '70s, early '80s, and I spent a good deal of time reading almost everything there was about it. Finally, concluded uh, with the book that uh, came out with uh, uh, the the guy who was the DA out in L.A. that wrote the he wrote about an 1,100-page book. Can't think of the guy's name. Ted, uh, I know you know who I'm talking about, but uh, he's the guy who prosecuted the Sand the uh, the uh, the family, mm-hmm. the Manson family. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I can't think of his name. But anyway, he wrote a book about, uh, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago. I read that and said, nope. He says, no, that's what happened with the way they said it. And I'm, I've i come to believe it's exactly they got it right. One guy. <laughs> hey, composer, musician Chuck Mangione is 83 today. Oh, my. Break out the trumpet. Oh, he's a trumpeteer. He and she achieved international success in 1978. With his uh, jazz pop single "Feels So Good," oh yeah, and he's actually he's done some acting on TV. I didn't wasn't aware of that. I guess he is 83 years old today. Hey, See, Steve, mm, what's, go,
4: what's uh, uh, tell me the answer? What's the problem with the proposed new license plate? I don't. I cannot understand the furor over this. I, I, I don't either. I guess because it's something new and different.
3: I guess. You know what? The, the, the they, well, what, they change the license plate every few years. Why is this one so? It seems to me, though, Ted, for years it's been that our state is so rectangular. Yeah. And you got that little thing up in the corner there that kind of makes, you know, it looks like the state of Kansas. That, that's what I like about it anyway. So uh, I don't know. They, they, but the blowback's
4: been ter- terrific. You What's a, well, For what? I don't understand what the I, blowback is for. I don't know. People, hate. Ted, people hate it. Well, that's why I'm asking
3: you. Yeah. Why
5: do people hate it? I, I because, don't understand. Because what? they
3: don't like it.
5: Yeah, I think there's a lot of different reasons why people don't like it. Well, that's what I'm asking. What are they? <laughs> you don't have to have a reason. Why are people angry about a new license
4: plate? <laughs> I do not understand this at all. It's
5: art. You don't have to
4: have a reason. Okay. Well, we'll see I'm what not I'm getting any see. answers from either of you. Well,
3: I'm not here to answer that. I mean, I'm not a psychiatrist. <laughs> I can't tell you, but... Uh, it's pretty plain. I can tell you that. I would have said to me, "I don't care. Whatever you want to do." But uh, there are a lot of people apparently who don't like it. So we'll see. Uh, here's something for you to talk about or think about, Ted. A poll found out that America's favorite holiday classic to rewatch every year is Home Alone. Home Alone, closely followed by which I by, watched
4: for the first time ever last year.
3: Followed by closely by A Christmas Story. And then a Charlie Brown Christmas.
5: Yeah, I remember you saying that. I couldn't believe you hadn't seen Home Alone until last year.
3: That's—I would Didn't, not be on anywhere near my top ten. Hmm. Rudolph I the watched I watched Home Alone
4: and Home Alone Two for the first you, time last year.
3: Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer comes in at number four. Cats in front, eighty-eight. Elf comes as number five. I've never seen Elf. My daughter says she's—I should. She says it's good. It's. Fantastic. Number six, Christmas Vacation. I've never seen oh, that. Oh, great movie!
4: So number funny. seven
3: comes Into Wonderful Life comes in at seven. The Santa Claus at thirty-four. At uh, number eight, number nine, Miracle on Thirty-fourth Street. Number ten, Die Hard. Ah, I'm pretty solid yeah. with that list. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's it's That's a good a, list. It's a, it's a good list. I I love celebrating Christmas by a guy running around barefoot on and on cut glass. It's a great <laughs> movie. All right, there you go. That's a top ten list there for. Uh, yippee ki hmm. Yeah, yippee ki No Bishop's <laughs> wife on there, nothing like that. Huh? Oh, I love the Bishop's wife. Yeah, doesn't make it. All right. And like that, everybody's got an opinion, right? And even license tags as well. Seven eighteen. Steve with head in the morning here on KNSS. And it's Sports Time with Ted Woodward here on this Wednesday morning. Ted.
4: Yeah, we have Shocker basketball tonight at home at Coke Arena, Wichita State hosting the Spiders of Richmond coming into town. FanDuel has the Shockers as a two and a half point favorite on home court, and Shocker head coach Paul Mills said the schedule gradually getting more difficult.
7: That's what you want to do. It's uh, you know we're not we're not polar bears to where we just want to jump in that cold water from the from from the jump. You know let, let's you know put a toe in and then uh, let's get a foot in and and now now I feel like we're going in chest deep uh, into some icy uh, elements. So. It'll, uh, again, um, we, we got a stretch of games here that uh, we understand are, are, are good for us and are going to make us better. But I can assure you we have a group that's up for the challenge. And all of that starts on Wednesday night versus a tough Richmond team.
4: Yep, the Shocks are 6-1 and one on the season, have not lost at home yet, 4-0 on home court. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl begin their pregame coverage at 5.30 p.m. The game will tip off at 6.30 this evening at Coke Arena. Listen to the Shockers live on 103.7. K-E-Y-N. College men's basketball last night. Kansas State at home in Manhattan hosting Oral Roberts. KU favored by double digits, but this game was super close. In fact, it even went into overtime. You heard the game last night on
1: KFH. With eight to shoot, K-State will have to get something going. Here's Perry. Long
2: three at the top. Yes!
4: This thing was super close, but then in the final two and a half minutes of overtime, K-State went on a 12-0 run to end the game. Oral Roberts' final seven possessions were 0 for 5 shooting and two turnovers. K-State ended up winning what was a super close game, 88-78 in overtime. The Wildcats are now five and two on the season. Things were really close in Lawrence as well last night for number five ranked Kansas, a 38-point favorite over Eastern Illinois. KU led by one point with five minutes to go and barely held on to beat Eastern Illinois 71-63. The Jayhawks do get the win. KU now 6-1 on the season. Home hockey action tonight downtown. Wichita Thunder on home ice. 7.05 at InTrust Bank Arena. The Thunder hosting the Tulsa Oilers. Juco men's basketball tonight. Ninth-ranked Butler Community College is on a six-game winning streak. The Grizzlies are on the road at Coffeyville. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of Butler Basketball, 7.15 tonight, and that's on 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. Happy birthday today to former Wichita Wranglers pitcher Pedro Martinez. Not the Hall of Fame pitcher, but same name. Pedro Martinez is 55 today. Really good pitcher for the Wranglers in the early 1990s for three years. He was on the championship team in 1992 with 11 wins and a 2.99 earned run average. Pitched five years in the big leagues. Former Wranglers pitcher, good pitcher, Pedro Martinez. He is 55 today. And, Steve, 100 years ago on this day, it was Thanksgiving Day. Okay. And that meant the annual football game between Fairmount and Friends University. <laughs> Fairmount. Played downtown on Ackerman Island. Really? Island Park, right in the middle of the Arkansas River. 100 years ago today, Fairmount defeats Friends 6 to nothing in their annual Thanksgiving Day football what game. what the weather was like that day. That didn't. That's the National that. Weather Service. Maybe they have it. There you go. Six nothing. One hundred years ago today, the annual Thanksgiving football game between the Shockers and Friends. I mean, whatever happened to Fairmont? Well, it became Wichita oh, State you University. There you course.
3: go. And the Shockers named a go. street after it up there. And that's there. true. Yep. There you go. That's sports with Stephen Ted Ackerman Island, the big stadium there. huh? Yeah, Island Park. <laughs> All right. Seven twenty-two now. Stephen Ted, keep it here for a house call for health. A White House meeting on RSV vaccinations. That's coming up. Steve and Ted in the morning here on
2: KNSS. A nationally recognized Marconi-awarded radio show. This is Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330
3: KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward, 730 on a Wednesday morning, 31 degrees. A U.S. military aircraft with eight people on board has crashed into the sea near Japan.
7: The Bell Boeing V-22 Osprey came down near Yakushima off southern Japan, the alert raised by a fishing boat near the crash site. We're told Coast Guard rescuers have found someone, but there's no word on their condition nor the fate of the seven others on board. The Osprey is a hybrid aircraft that can take off and land like a helicopter, then rotate its propellers to fly like an airplane. There have been at least five fatal Osprey crashes since 2012, causing 19 confirmed deaths. The most recent fatal incident was just three months ago. Three U.S. Marines were killed. Jonathan Savage, Fox News.
4: Work continues on a temporary bad weather shelter for Wichita's homeless. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitner tells KNSS News... The plan is to open the shelter on East
1: 21st Street this week. Humankind, they're, they're doing a, a, a really fast and hard job of getting supplies and, and staff trained as well as coordinating the uh, the nonprofits that are donating time and energy towards support services.
4: Meitzner commented during his weekly chat with Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS.
3: At Tuesday's Wichita City Council meeting, Councilmember Brian Fry said last weekend's Snow really hurts small business Saturdays, so now there's a movement to have a do-over.
6: So I highly encourage folks to get out and shop local, eat local, support local as much as they can on this Saturday.
3: Eisenhower National Airport received a record 7.8 inches of snow Saturday, November 25th.
4: The House of Representatives debated whether to expel New York Congressman George Santos from the chamber last night. Congressman Santos spoke on the floor. The process in which
6: the Ethics Committee engaged was incomplete, irresponsible, and littered with hyperbole and littered with biased opinions. Santos facing
4: multiple accusations, including using campaign funds for personal reasons. A
3: Florida official was dead or dying in a hallway in the governor's office complex for more than 20 minutes last year. Before anyone noticed.
0: That's the finding of a report by the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. 74-year-old Peter Antonacci was appointed by Governor Ron DeSantis to serve as the director of the Office of Election Crime and Security. Two months into the job, Antonacci attended a meeting at the Capitol. He left early, and the meeting room door closed behind him. More than 20 minutes later, FDLE Commissioner Mark Glass stepped into the hallway and found Antonacci's body. Glass began chest compressions and used an automatic defibrillator, but failed to revive him. Santa spokesman says the governor was not at the meeting. The Associated Press reports Antonacci had a long history of heart disease and surgery. Lee Lacerra, Fox News.
3: U.S. life expectancy rose last year, but it still isn't close to what it was before the COVID-19 pandemic. It was up by more than a year in 2022 after plunging two straight years at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. It's now 77 years, six months, about what it was two decades ago. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention released the numbers Wednesday. Researchers say the rise was mainly due to the waning pandemic. Now look at the uh, forecast. Let's take a look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
2: Good morning. We have a chilly start to our day across Wichita and south-central Kansas, expecting to be near 40 degrees by noontime, 45 for the high this afternoon. Clouds and patchy fog develop after midnight, Charlie 37. And with moisture lifting in ahead of a new trough of low pressure, rain likely Thursday with a high 46. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Ann Holiday.
3: Now a clear sky, 31 degrees. We have west wind at 9 miles
4: per hour. Steve is headed the morning here on KNSS. Here on this Wednesday morning, Ted. Yeah, we need to clarify some information we had on the air yesterday morning when we were talking with Pete Meitzner from the uh, Sedgwick County Commission. We mm-hmm. talk to him every Tuesday morning. Pete yesterday said uh, the Crime Commission in Botanica Tuesday and Wednesday, yesterday and today, are opening up Botanica for free for all police employees, sheriff's employees, first responders, EMS workers, 911 workers, and their families to come for free. Okay, That is a correct offer. That's correct. But you can't just show up. You have to go through the channels ah. and contact Botanica and get those tickets and make your reservations. Yeah. You can't just show up. So that offer still is good for all those employees today to get in free to Botanica. But you have to contact Botanica and make those reservations. You yeah. can't just show up. Yeah, just, wanted to, of, just wanted to clarify
3: that. New way of doing things over yep, there. Yep. There you go. 7.35 now, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And it's uh, that time of the day, time of the week, when we check with Tom Hine from the Kansas Department of Transportation. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Steve and Ted. Hey, hello. So how's things going with Tom Hine? Do you have a good Thanksgiving? Good. I had a great Thanksgiving. Thank you. Good. Yeah. A lot of turkey and uh, and so forth, I guess,
1: huh? I guess so. Okay. A lot of ham, turkey, everything. (laughs) Oh, I'm getting
3: hungry. Uh, So so we had the big uh, record uh, snowstorm for the date last Saturday.
1: Uh, How did that do? How
3: did you guys do with that uh, on uh, getting the roads cleared and so forth?
1: Well, it kind of interrupted the snowplow drivers' uh, four-day weekend, but they were – and they were called out uh, Friday night at midnight. Our night crew came in. They worked 24-7 over the weekend and and finished up Monday afternoon about 4 o'clock. And they were still on call for Monday night because some of that uh, snow that accumulates, especially along Kellogg where there's a, a wall between the two uh, uh, driving lanes, yeah. you know, it, it kind of holds that snow and then it melts across, and that can that can cause a problem, but but I think everything worked out pretty well. That was a lot of snow.
3: Yeah, so they used the plows and they put down uh, the the ingredients as well, right?
1: That's right. They they started treating right away on Friday night. Uh, in spite of the forecast that it might rain, we we knew that it was going to be cold enough that that rain would probably just freeze on if it did, and it turned to snow pretty quickly. Yeah,
3: you know, if you get it oh, down, if you get it down too quick and it doesn't, uh, it doesn't uh, fr- freeze. I mean then it's going to just wash away in the rain, right?
1: It washes away, and that that enters our our total ecosystem in the river and everything. So we we try to use as little as possible. But then again, we also have to make sure the roads are ready for everyone.
3: Do you have any any outstanding closures or openings or things you want to discuss today then, Tom, around Wichita?
1: No, no, we don't have anything in particular this week. We still have the projects going, of course, but – the, the winter weather kind of slowed things down a little bit, and we'll see some progress, though, at that North Junction project. If not this in December, we'll certainly see some good progress in January if the weather holds up for the contractors.
3: How about the, bringing bridges to the top of the mind? They've, they've got the big bridge out near Clearwater. They're going to start on that uh, uh, Monday. That thing's been over the Ninniskau since 1955. Some I mean, of these bridges are getting kind of old. Uh, now, I'm that, certain you, you've got the bridges here in the in Wichita and Sedgwick County area that you inspect, uh, how often, just almost daily?
1: No, generally those bridges are inspected every other year, but our problem bridges we look at every year, and they, they really do a deep dive on those those bridges that are that are little, we know there are problems with them, but they're not to the point where we absolutely have to replace them yet, and we're not, uh, we haven't found that golden goose for bridge construction.
3: hmm well. Yeah, it
1: can be a little expensive, huh? It can be, right. and, and it inconveniences the drivers, as we saw on the Amidon Bridge in town. So nice to have that one open again. Oh, it
3: sure is, sure is. All right, Tom, uh, thanks for being with us, as we appreciate it. Every Wednesday morning, Tom Hine from the Kansas Department of Transportation with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. We were, uh, one of the things that we were doing here, uh, talking about the fact that uh, it was on this date that uh, Natalie Wood, the great actress died in apparently uh, just she drowned, shocking drowned, news drowned uh apparently on some sort of a party going on out in catalina uh natalie wood was a you know i i don't know who who didn't like natalie wood i mean she started
4: out as a a child actress a very she was in the business her whole life yeah so we knew her from a tiny little girl mm. remember 30 the miracle on
3: 34th Street? Yeah. She's. Teaching Santa Claus how to chew bubble gum mm-hmm. great and make scene. bubbles. Uh, what a gorgeous young lady! And then she got. Then she was in uh, that great movie with uh, James Dean, uh, Rebel Without
4: Rebel a Without cause. a Cause. Yep, they got me there. And of course, sometimes those child stars have difficulty transitioning to adulthood.
3: Not she her. was not
4: one of them. Oh. She just kept all right on going her right whole on.
3: career. She, uh but anyway, I, I I enjoyed almost everything I ever saw. Splendor in the Grass, of course, a, a story based based in Southeast Kansas. So she was in that with Warren Beatty, and there's a scene in there where they're near the uh, the dam on the river, mm-hmm. and she is in the water and trying apparently trying to drown herself or something in the scene, and she was in the water all day and she was petrified of water and could not swim, but uh, I've heard that she she was a trooper. She did the scene, but yeah, so she. Drowned under interesting or unusual circumstances. Uh, apparently, there was just a big party going on out
4: of Catalina Island. And uh, Natalie Wood. Something happened on that boat that night. Okay. Yeah. So she was in one of my favorite movies, The Great Race. Yeah.
3: Yeah, she was good in that. Oh, man. And one of my favorite movies. So She was in uh, a movie with uh, Steve McQueen. Um, it, uh, Love with a Proper Stranger.
4: You ever see that? Yeah. that was Steamy. She was really gorgeous in that movie. <laughs> all right. Pretty much that way in almost everything. Yeah. Yep.
3: 740, Steve and Ted are just uh, talking. To when are you, you going to put up your Christmas tree decorations? I'm not talking to you, Ted, but all the folks around town. Oh, I'm asking myself that yeah, question. Some people are getting them up here, and they've got them up here in the last few days. Need to get it going. Mm. Less than a month away. Uh, I'm not even. Yeah, I was talking to Shelly, and she she's not real crazy about even putting up a tree this year. What? She's about just decorate the house with some other things. She's got a collection of nutcrackers. About I don't know, fifty of them. I don't. Know. Oh my! <laughs> no, not, not that many. But she's got a good collection. And if we put those up, we won't have room for a tree. So yeah, that's extensive. <laughs> anyway, when do we, when's the start date? I suppose Thanksgiving uh, is the start date for putting up decorations, if there is one officially. All right, Ted, seven forty-one. and ten in the morning here on the KNSS. And coming up, we got the Wichita Business Journal update this morning. A look at Kansas housing supply. That's on the way. Steve, it's in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen 10 in the morning. KNSS 747. Now, three big things. Three Kansans find something they can agree on. The new auto license plate is a stinker. Two. Wichita City Council discusses licensing changes for several activities, including fortune tellers, domino tables, and business terminations. One. Friends, family, and dignitaries attend a memorial service for former First Lady Rosalind Carter.
5: Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. You might still see a little bit of a slowdown uh, northbound on I-235, approaching I-135. Uh, that is probably due to road construction. They do have that uh, traffic accident there earlier, that was there earlier. Looks like everything is cleared up through that now. Uh, however, things still going slowly due to the road construction, and so uh, at least for the next several minutes while the traffic volumes are the highest you might still have some problems in that area it also looks like we're having uh some slow traffic in the andover area and that's basically right around uh, 54 and andover road so just some really heavy traffic in that area right now as well traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. k nss i'm jad chambers
3: mostly sunny today with a high of 47 degrees Mostly cloudy with patchy fog tonight, the overnight low 37. Thursday, 60% chance for rain and fog with a high of 46 degrees. Now clear sky, 31 degrees, west wind at 9 miles per hour. Hatman Jacks has some great gift ideas for Christmas this year. There's no better time to have their staff find a hat for you and everyone on your gift list. They have the absolute best selection of Western hats, fedoras, caps, and accessories in the Midwest and provide expert fitting at no extra charge. Open Tuesdays through Thursdays from 10 to 5.30 and expanded hours Friday and Saturday, 10 to 6 through December 23rd at the Clark Tower in Delano at Man Jack's. Stephen Ten in the morning here on KNSS. A South Korean fan of true crime turned her knowledge of the genre into a murder
7: I'm Gianna Gelosi with your Fox True Crime minute. A true crime fan from South Korea took her hobby too far, and now will spend the rest of her life in prison. 23-year-old Jung Yu Jung has been sentenced to life in prison after savagely stabbing and butchering an English tutor out of curiosity while pretending to be a high school student. Prosecutors say the true crime fan checked out books from the library on how to dispose of a body, spent months looking for victims before posing as the mother of a ninth grader who needed an English tutor on apps. She put on a school uniform went to the tutor's address, stabbed her more than 100 times, then went out to buy trash bags and bleach, returned to cut off the tutor's fingers, stuffed the body into a suitcase, hailed a cab, and dumped the body in a park. To make it look like the victim disappeared, Jung kept the woman's phone, ID, and wallet. However, the cabbie became suspicious and called the cops. Jung told a few different stories to police before ultimately confessing. There's more on this story at foxnews.com. Subscribe to the Fox True Crime Podcast with Emily Campagno.
0: I'm Gianna Gelosi with your Fox True Crime Minute.
3: A good day for Boeing stocks on Wall Street yesterday.
0: Stocks finishing in the green as bond yields fall. Investors digest remarks by Federal Reserve policymaker Christopher Waller, who reinforced hopes that the central bank is done with its interest rate hikes. And shares of Dow member Boeing taking off following an upgrade from RBC Capital Markets. An analyst with the firm said after another year of supply chain disruptions, conditions are favorable for Boeing in 2024. And shares of Crocs jumping 4% after a Raymond James analyst said he was even more bullish on the footwear maker. The Dow winners, Boeing, Home Depot and Microsoft, the Dow Decliners, Disney, United Health Group and Visa. The Dow rising 84 points, the Nasdaq up 41, S&P 500 up 4. Hillary Barsky, Fox News.
4: In local business news from the Wichita Business Journal, Kansas fared better than most states in a recent report on the severity of the housing supply challenge across the nation. But don't take that to mean the state isn't wrestling with issues in having attainable homes available for residents. In this year's housing underproduction report released earlier this fall, Up for Growth, a Washington, D.C.-based policy and research group found that Kansas had a shortage of nearly 8,800 homes in 2021. Ranked by a housing underproduction formula, that puts Kansas 43rd among states in its level of severity. That's according to the nonprofit organization. Two Boeing 777
3: freighters have sold to a New York-based airline. Atlas Air Worldwide announced it ordered the wide-body freighters with plans to use the planes for cross-border e-commerce shipping. The Boeing freighters, which were booked earlier this quarter, are expected to be delivered in the second half of 2024. The company hopes to create more long-haul opportunities with the jets. Spirit Aerosystems, Wichita's largest employer, provides the fuselage, nacelles, and struts for the
4: 777. After the departure of Spirit Aerosystems CEO Tom Gentili in late September, Wichita aerospace manufacturer once again reshuffling its executive leadership. A veteran employee since Spirit's founding in 2005, Sam Marnick, who was chief operating officer, held numerous other leadership roles, has left the company. Spirit announcing yesterday, Spirit did not specify her departure date. And that's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal.
3: American consumers are feeling slightly more confident this month As the all-important holiday shopping season kicks into high gear, the Conference Board, a business research group, said Tuesday that its Consumer Confidence Index rose to 102 from 99.1 in October. Analysts were expecting a reading of 101. The October reading was revised down from an original reading of 102.6. The index measuring American short-term expectations for income, business, and job market rose to 77.8 in November from 72.7 in October. Stephen, 10 of the morning here on KNSS, and today is Electronic Greetings Day, encouraging us to send an electronic greeting. At the same time, the day reminds us of how much things have changed. What kind of a greeting we're talking about? I suppose anything you want to do. You want to say, hey, how you doing? Just send it along on your on your cell phone, the computer, however you want to do it. So.
4: so in other words, what people do every day of the year.
5: Yeah. Pretty much do it every day of the year, yeah. Send a text message. Send a text message. There you go. Yeah. Uh, There was a time Uh, when the only
3: thing you could do was write a letter or a note and send it that way, and then the telephone came along. mm -hmm. You can do it that way, but uh,
5: today is Electronic Greetings Day. And then, of course, you could put your face in a copier and fax somebody a a copy of your, your face. Oh,
3: well, that's always good. I don't think I've ever done that. Never even considered doing that. How about you, Ted? Oh, never fax anybody. Never yeah. done
4: another body part on the copy. Uh, I
3: don't know. That's that's a myth. Nobody ever does. That. Nobody ever does that. That's <laughs> just that's just a, that's just no, a TV movie yeah, myth.
4: Yeah, yeah,
3: nobody's ever done that. I, I hope. <laughs> All right, Stephen Ten in the morning here on KNSS Wednesday morning, Ted. Uh, we have one more day left in November. That's tomorrow. It'll oh yeah, it is. Isn't it? Thirty days has to month. November. And that's uh, tomorrow. We're going to be here, of course, and stay with us. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour this morning, Stephen Ted, as the nation says goodbye to former First Lady Rosalind Carter and Kansas say no to a new
4: license plate design. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, we got shocker men's basketball at Coke Arena tonight. We'll preview that here from Coach Mills coming up in sports. Plus, entertainment news. It is called The Blur. Yeah, we've already got some great audio planned for you for entertainment news in The Blur. It's coming up in 40 minutes. Don't miss it.
3: And, of course, we've got traffic and weather as well. Stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour. Steve and Ted on 98, 7, and
1: 1330 KNSS.